0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Joint Air Christian Lifestyle, the podcast where we celebrate diversity within the body of Christ. I'm joined here with two guests tonight. I have my wife, Victoria.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And I'm also joined with uh, our friend, Heidi Wonder.
1: Hello. Happy to be here.
0: So, uh, Heidi, uh, I know you've got an amazing uh, testimony and story to tell us, but why don't you just tell us a little bit about your background?
1: Okay, um, so, like he said, my name is Heidi Wonder, and um, I'm just grateful to be on here and just honor God with my words and I just ask that the Holy Spirit take over my mouth, and that every word that's spoken is for His glory and not from me but from him um so, just a little background quick summary of my life. I grew up in church um and was involved in missions and all kind of stuff. My dad was an assistant pastor for a while and everything and um around when i was around like 15 years old my parents had got a divorce and um instead of allowing that circumstance to build me and lean into god i turned away from god Mm -hmm. and um there was just this season where i just kind of hardened my heart to god and 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 walked away and um so went through that and then um in 2019 I remember crying out to God and just saying like, you know, I'm, for those of you who don't know, I'm a single mom and I have a daughter that's 11, a son that's six and one baby girl in heaven. Um, and through that, I was so lonely and so desperate to just want someone to love me, provide for me, be there for me. And I kept seeking out the wrong things. You know, I've learned since then to seek out God and he'll bring the right people into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that time, I was very um, more fleshly-minded than spiritual-minded. So I'm like, oh, I just I just want someone to be with. And I ended up um, getting into a few not-good relationships. And I remember in 2019, I cried out to God. It was like right around my birthday, July 21st. And I said, Lord, i like, I just need you. Like, nothing is working. Nothing's fulfilling me. I've tried drugs. I've tried relationships. Like, nothing's working. I just need you. And I remember God saying, if I, I felt the Holy Spirit say, if you go all in with me, you may be alone, but you'll never be lonely again. And That was, like, such a pivotal, powerful moment for me. And kind of what spurred that on was my daughter um, was at a Good News Club event and got saved that summer. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and so she, like, came home, and she's like, telling me about how she got saved, and she wants to go to church and all this stuff. And I'm like, holy cow, I always thought I'd be the one leading my kids to church, (laughs) and here's my daughter talking about God more than me. i got to get my life together. And uh, so that's what led to that prayer, and um, the Lord responded to me that way. And, you know, I I truly feel like he said, you know, if you just keep seeking me, I will bring the right person in the right time. And so I just allowed God to come in and fill that void in my heart. I remember hearing women be like, Jesus is my husband. And I'm like, what is wrong with them? That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) I was like, that is nuts. I don't even know what's wrong with them. And now it's funny because I even wear a ring. Jesus is my husband. And what Christ has shown me even in my singleness is that Christ has to be everything even even as a married couple like you two like he, he can't fulfill you and you can't fulfill him you have to be fulfilled by Christ exactly and i was thinking man i just really want to um spread that to single people to allow Christ to fulfill you because if not you're going to end up getting probably with the wrong person or or seeking for the wrong reasons And, um, when two people are completely fulfilled by Christ, you can compliment each other, you can help each other, build each other up. It's not like one sucking from that other person. So, um, yeah, and it's been a journey ever since then, since 2019, God's just been peeling me back as I say in layers and delivering me from anger and drugs and like just so many things. And, um, just been trusting him and realizing that there's truly nothing on this earth that can fulfill like he can. And, um, there was even a season where, um, I was on social security disability cause I was having like 15 to 30 seizures a day Wow! and I was just like, oh my goodness, you know, just how like single mom, just like limited mindset, limited everything, not even being able to see, just trying to get through that day. Right. And um, and in, 2000, in 2020, uh, right before COVID hit, um, I met this crazy passionate lady who was talking about how she loved helping people get healthy. And I'm just like, anyways, I was following her journey and it said she lost like 60 pounds and kept it off for a few years. And I'm like, wow, you know, you hear about people losing weight, but not keeping it off And the funny thing is my favorite part of my story with her is she was a pastor's wife. Okay. (laughs) So even though I didn't know her personally, we had mutual friends and I'm like, there's no way this can be one of those scam diets because she wouldn't be able to sleep at night lying to people. (laughs) She loves when I tell that story. Like anytime we have a training, I share that I'm like, she has to tell the truth. (laughs) This has to be real. And um, so um, at that point I was like, 283 pounds when I met her and not that weight means anything than a number as far as that number it's just a number but I didn't have the energy to play with my kids I I was literally crawling up my steps I live on a second floor apartment and I was just like okay when I had that revelation I'm like No one's coming to throw a ball with my son. You know, no one's going to be kicking the soccer ball with my daughter. Like, again, it was, like, another revelation. Like, I need to get my life together. God gave me this temple. Like, I need to start caring for it properly so that I can live as long as he wants me to and not shorten it by making bad health decisions. And So, um just went through that journey lost 100 pounds kept it off for 2 years. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's uh it's been amazing and um now I'm a health coach and uh, I started that back in 2020 and I just love helping other people get healthy. I'm like I just want you to feel good like this, you know. So my whole passion in life is just re-inspiring people to, you know, take care of yourself. Physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and financially. And just be like good stewards with every area of your life that uh, God has blessed you with.
0: Wow, well, that's really that's powerful. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Heidi, I, I asked you on because we were at a Bible study uh, the other Sunday night. And, uh, and actually we were, we were talking about giving and tithing um, during the study and uh and heidi just shared this really powerful testimony and again um you know she's already expressed you know she's coming you're coming at this from a single mom's perspective Mm -hmm. and uh and so i just wanted to just let you share because this is just really powerful yeah
1: thank you so much um so the testimony that he's referring to is um in september of last year i was in a car accident And, um, like I expressed, I'm a health coach, so I run my own business from home. And, um, so when I was in that car accident, I had a whiplash, um, whiplash, concussion and traumatic brain injury. And so the doctors were like, no working, no driving, nothing. You just have to rest. That's the only thing that's going to heal your brain, which funny story to that. God had been telling me to slow down and rest. And I was like, you know, Sometimes he will use anything. I feel like, you know, that moment, like what the enemy meant for evil, God used for good. Right. And um, so anyways, during that time, since the car accident, I haven't been able to work. So there was no income. Again, single mom, um, running my own business from home. There's no sick pay, whatever, anything like that. Um, and so, but I kept trusting God. And um, throughout my life, my parents ever since I was born had um instilled to me the importance of tithing and um so I have always tithed and um I know a lot of people say do you really have to give 10% and when I hear people say that I haven't had the boldness to share until now but honestly like it should be more (laughs) I mean that is what God laid on my heart like 10% is like the minimum that's to go back to the storehouse the church but like if there's a ministry like you know for me Good News Club, um, Fan the Fire Ministries there's a couple different ministries that impacted me and my family's life and I believe that if someone touched your life in some way you should be like sowing into that so they can change more lives Mm -hmm. Um, so that's just always been something that's really important to me and anyway so out of habit and just you know honor to God I've continued tithing even though no income was coming in And, um, so December money was super tight and then January hit and, um, let me back up for a second. Um, prior to that, okay. Um, so prior to that, um, I had a pastor at the end of the year speak over my life prophetically, And say, said that, and what was so powerful about it is because he doesn't know my background at all. So it was like, this was 100% Holy Spirit led. This guy just called me out of a crowd and like doesn't even know my story. And, um, he put his hands on my head and he said that the Lord spoke to him and said that, um, he is going to bless me and my children exceedingly and abundantly more than we ever imagined in 2023, because God wants to bless and restore the years of darkness that we had endured.
0: Praise
1: God! Yeah, and I was just like, "Amen, Hallelujah," you know, like right. praise God. I'm like so, you know, just whatever, let it be so. And um, and then January hit, and um, normally um, the the pay is really well through um, health coaching what I do. They pay us very well, but um, on Saturday night after I got back from revival with my kids, um, I went into my bank account. And I realized that my check was only a hundred and ninety two dollars. Um, you know, and that was at the beginning of the month. And I'm thinking, okay, exceedingly and abundantly more than I can ever imagine, $192. And rent alone was eight fifty. And I drive my kids to school, so I'm like, you know, gas, food, how is this gonna work, God? And um so Um, the other thing was I actually only had enough food left in my house for five days. Wow. And, um, we were down to hot dogs and tuna, (laughs) canned tuna. (laughs) And, um, but at that point, you know, now I laugh about that, but I was thinking like, I was so like, praise God that I have hot dogs and canned tuna for five days. Like I was so passionate about it. And I really felt like the little boy with the three loaves and two fish, like, you know, this is, this is all I got. And so, um, you know, and the Lord really kept speaking to me that scripture about, you know, he will not see his seed begging for bread. And so, um, you know, I lived a few years in, you know, low income, like poverty. And so I just felt like the Lord, like, you're not going back there. Like I brought you from that. You've been through that. You don't need to go through that again. And you're not going to ask. And I'm just like, okay, okay. I'm not going to ask and I don't believe in putting time constraints on the lawyer, but I was like, if I'm not allowed to ask, you got to move in five days (laughs) because I only got food for my babies for five days. Absolutely. And, um, at this point, um, the doctor, um, doesn't have me cleared to work until January 27th. So I'm just like, okay, I'm like, all right, God, what now? And then I just felt like it was like, just go to bed, you know, just, keep your peace go to bed there's it's like midnight there's nothing you can do at this point just go to sleep so I went to sleep and I woke up um, the next morning and I went to church and um, as soon as I walked in the church they were playing that song the goodness of God and all my life you have been faithful and I just started bawling immediately and I did share a little bit with my other single mom friend on the way to church we rode together and I thought, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to ask anything, but I know, like, she will stand in the gap and pray with me. Like, I need someone to war with me right now. I'm feeling really weak. And um, so we walk in, and they start playing that song. And we both um, just started crying because I feel like that's been, like, my life anthem, you know, because I've been through a lot. But God's always showed up. Right. He's always restored, like, every broken piece, every bad story, has something good has come from it. And, um, so I'm just like soaking, I soaked my shirt in tears. I mean, I was just crying. I was like, you know what, God, I give you everything. I give you everything. I give you my children. If like, if you can provide, I don't even need a few, like, I don't even want a future husband. You can have my kids. Like, just take everything, God. I just want you. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything else anymore. I just want you. And I feel like there was like a shift in the atmosphere when I became, that surrendered to god that he knew even two of the things that are so dear and precious in my heart and was willing to surrender that it was like okay like i really got her attention now (laughs) (laughs) and so um the rest of the service was phenomenal i was just praising god and you know i just felt like he really had me i didn't know what the plan was and um so i go home and then i am human though right (laughs) right so later on that evening I'm sitting there I got the kids to bed and I just had time to think you know the kids aren't there mom 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just me and my mind starts racing again and I'm like okay I know I told God I trust him I know God's gonna do something but in the meanwhile I need to maybe get a part-time job where the kids are at school like Burlington Target like something something's better than nothing like I trust you God but I gotta you gotta have this plan B, right? Right, right. <laughs> you gotta have that plan B. <laughs> so is that like one hundred percent trusting God? No, it's not. But I'm just one hundred percent transparent. <laughs> and so I get online, again it's like eleven o'clock at night, my mind's racing. I'm trying I tried to fill out like five different applications. And not one of them would go through. Like As soon as I'd hit submit, all these ads would pop up on my computer. (laughs) It was like redirecting me to like other websites. I'm like, what is going on? It was like Indeed.com. People do this every day. And five applications and not one would go through. And I said, all right, that's it. I'm going to bed. (laughs) (laughs) obviously, Obviously, God does not want these applications to work because this doesn't make sense. And so as I was going to bed, I felt the Holy Spirit say um, ask your landlord to hold the rent check. And, um, cause I had already paid him rent, but he, I noticed he didn't cash that yet. And I thought, man, once that goes through, there's like, there's going to be nothing for this month. And, um, so I thought, man, I don't want to do that though. I typically, you know, I'm always paying my rent on time. Like, so I realized that was my pride coming out mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, I just need to die to that. And so, in the morning I woke up and again the Holy Spirit's like tell your landlord to hold the rent check and I'm like okay fine it makes no sense because there's definitely not going to be money at the end of the month God <laughs> 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 but I'll do whatever you say because I know through my life you have faithfully faithfully every time shown up when I was obedient and um I'm sorry that just choked me up for a second but um he will always be faithful whenever you're obedient. I can promise you that. If you if you don't stay in His obedience, I can't guarantee you what can happen because really you're outside of that covering, you know. Absolutely. But when you're obedient in the crazy things, um, or the things that don't make sense to us in our natural minds, it gives God the opportunity to show up. I feel like in an even bigger way. Mm-hmm. And so I text my landlord (laughs) and I said, can you hold the rent check? I said, the reality is your check would clear, but then I wouldn't have gas or food for my kids the rest of the month. And um, he responded with, okay, sounds good. Let me know when when I can cash the check.
0: That almost and never happens, right? No,
1: never. <laughs> like, that was, like, so much. It was just, like, God's grace just showering on me. And, and they're believers, too. So I sent all these crying faces and, like, praying hands. I'm like, God bless you. And, you know, I'm praying, like, extra blessings on their family and just thanking him. And uh, he's like, you're welcome. So then um, I thought, okay, there's the answer to prayer. Like, now I have a little bit of money to get us through the month. Like, I can make this work. And then, um, you know, still not knowing what the full picture was, but it just took a relief off. You know, I knew we were going to have food (laughs) for more than five days. And um, so then I picked my son up. He does half-day kindergarten. I picked him up at 12. I bring him home. I cook him a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm standing in my kitchen. I'm cutting the hot dog, and I get this call at 1 o'clock. And um, it was um, Tim from Mountaintop Lighting and he says, "Hey Heidi, how's it going? Um just wondering, you know, if you had enough time to think about the job with you know, are you interested? Do you want it?" And I thought I was about to fall over because in the midst of all of that, I had forgotten that like a week prior, I had done an interview for um a vice president of marketing in this company to, you know, um work on advertising and stuff, you know, on social media for them and they're like you can work from home, you know, if we're a family company, you can bring your kids when we have meetings, wow. you don't have to worry about babysitter. So I was like, awesome. so grateful for that. Cause I have been praying for that for months. You know, I was like, I love, absolutely love health coaching, but, um, you know, anyone who's self-employed knows that paychecks aren't the same. You never well, know <laughs> whether you're in construction tech, whatever, if you're in business for yourself, paychecks, never the same. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Lord, you know, I've been praying for months even at my discipleship class just saying, you know, I want, I need this to, you know, have a stable income so I can still be involved in ministry, you know, be there for my kids and, you know, still do the things that I'm passionate about and love, but not have to worry month to month if I can, like, feed the kids. or is a good month, bad month, all that. And um, so when he called, it was like, oh, my gosh, like, the Lord just blindsided me with answering this prayer, and I don't even know how to respond. To I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll take the job. Right? <laughs> and he's like okay. He's like, great. He goes, but we didn't even discuss, um, pay yet. And I go, oh yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <'cause laughs> at that point I'm thinking I to, I'll just take anything, you right, know? Right. And, uh, cause me and my parents had prayed too, Lord, if it's your will for me to have this job, open the door. And if it's not close it. Mm-hmm. And, um, because I was like, I don't want this to be a me driven thing. I want this to be a God driven thing. I don't want this to be a good plan. I want this to be a God plan. Right. So, um, then, uh, you know, he responded with a number, um, for, for the salary and I was just like, man, I was just like leaping with joy on the inside because, um, it actually replaced the income of what, you know what I mean? What I was making and it was like just such a financial blessing. It was exceedingly and abundantly than I had imagined. Yes. And so I was just so grateful, um, and just so blessed by that. And, um, hung up the phone, you know, with him and just, and just, um, praise God. And I remembered another part, um, that I forgot to add that I feel like is really important is, um, when I was going through that, I, I was praying since Saturday night when I saw that I only had $192 for the month. And then when I woke up Sunday morning, before I heard the Goodness of God song, I remember God saying, I want you to change your prayer to praise. I want you to just start praising me. You know, like prayer is good, but God actually already knows our needs. So I feel like that, like certain parts of it, when we're sharing our needs with God, it's kind of more for us to just have someone to word vomit on is what I call it. You know, you don't need to call all your friends like I used to. You can truly just go to God and tell him about it. And uh, he's not going to give you any bad advice or wrong advice. You know, that's an important thing I've learned um, through my journey. And um, it's good to have a a few uh, people that you can reach out to that, you know, go to the war room with you and and not give any advice outside of what they feel they've, you know, heard from the Holy Spirit. And um, so God's like, you know, turn your prayer to praise. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to praise you. It doesn't make sense again, but I'm going to do it anyways. And so. When I started doing that Sunday afternoon, the other thing that gave me the peace is because then I started thinking about the Bible and I was like, wow, Lord, like almost every story in the Bible, you know, when they struggled, like you got Daniel on the lines then, Ruth's story, Esther, Job, another good one is Shavrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were literally in a physical fire, not just a financial fire, whatever you want right. call it. Like they were, they felt, you know. The flames or, you know, Joseph, everything that these people that were seeking the Lord with their whole heart endured, um, you know, God used their stories and their testimonies. And even though there was a season where I was like, I feel like God will let you cry. He'll let you grieve. He'll let you feel the emotions. But then there comes a point where you just need to give them back to God. Like, don't stay stuck in the circumstance, but turn your prayer into praise because when you go through the bible the breakthrough always came through in the praise absolutely you know it wasn't when they were like crying going this doesn't make sense or you know like it happened they were human they did it too um but the breakthrough always came when they started praising you know and even when they'd have the wars the praise team was always the first ones in the front line
0: Absolutely. (laughs) You know, so
1: I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and then I was thinking, okay, you know, I've been praying this prayer, you know, for this, praying this job in for like six months and just, you know, up until January, just going blindly with my faith, still serving, still showing up for, you know, different events and church events and revivals and things like keeping my focus on him. And just for that little bit of time, you know, that like 24 hours where I had my eye on the circumstance instead of you know jesus it was like it was intense right and um so i realized through that it was a great reminder that you know when god tells us you know to keep our eyes on him it's not because he thinks he's the greatest thing ever even though we know he is Mm -hmm. it's because he knows there's peace in that exactly and um, and then I started thinking about, you know, the Israelites, how they spent 400 years in Egypt in slavery and then 40 years in the desert. And how many times as believers are we're like, well, God, it's been three days. It's been three months. It's been three years. Where are you? Right. You right. know, but the Israelites, they had a promise of God over their life, and it was fulfilled. They did go to the promised land, but it took generations. Mm-hmm. So you know through this testimony i just want to remind people that if god gives you a promise you know or a word don't think it's happening tomorrow or 6 months or whatever time frame you have in mind it's going to show up in god's perfect timing and i have learned that um god equips you for his purposes in the desert and that waiting is not a punishment but preparation
0: Amen. Yes. Um, I've also
1: learned that God is giving you the character, substance, and foundational work that will be necessary for him to accomplish his work through you because he sees the end. And so um, in Habakkuk 2, 3, the Bible says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie, though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come and it will not tarry. Um and so just really trusting in God and knowing that if he gives you a vision or, um, a dream or a promise, like it will be fulfilled. And we know through the Israelites, it may not even be in our lifetime. It may be through our children mm-hmm. or our grandchildren. Um, but the biggest thing that I wanted to end with also here to wrap up, um, this testimony, is just through this, like I said, God's just been blessing. And then like more has happened since then. I had a a friend call and say, um, can you go to Walmart between six and seven? Because I ordered groceries for you and your kids and you need to be there to pick up from Instacart. And then I had another sister that's like, says, Hey, I got all this food. And like, God has just been like (laughs) dumping this food into the point where I was like, you know what I was like I shared this testimony Sunday night and even through that I've had people come up to me and they're like I have a need and I've just like given out of the abundance yeah, of what he's awesome. given and yeah. it awesome. is just felt awesome so it was exceedingly abundantly again it was more than what my family needed so I'm like nah, keep it going you know absolutely and uh so that was just really excited to be a part of that to just be like a vessel for Christ to flow through um but, uh, the, so, and then through that, it's just like more and more revelations. But, um, what I wanted to wrap it up with is so many believers. Okay. We pray and we're looking for that prayer to be answered. And I know people, you know, people say, well, why did so-and-so have cancer? Or, you know, why did, you know, my question was, why did my baby have to die when my baby, uh, passed away at two months old? And I got stuck in that. And, uh, I don't have all the answers for why people go through the struggles that they do. But we can get trapped and deceived by the enemy in believing that when these bad things happen, when these trials come, or when the prayers don't get answered the way we want them to, that God somehow turned his back on us or we're not his favorite or something. And so what what Holy Spirit had brought me to to end this with is Um, when Jesus Christ, his own son, prayed and said, Father, please allow this cup to pass. You know, and that scripture is referencing, you know, when he was to be hung on the cross, and he's literally crying out to his dad. You know, we think like God and Jesus knows, but he was crying out to his dad. Imagine our children saying, Daddy, Mommy, please don't hang me on the cross. (laughs) Like, I just took it to such a real level, and he was like, you know, Abba, like, please allow this cup to pass. You know what his answer was to his own son? No.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, the cup cannot pass. Mm-hmm. You will die a brutal death on the cross. You will have a crown of thorns mm-hmm. shoved into your skull. I cannot imagine saying that to any of my kids. I don't know about you guys. No, no,
0: definitely
1: not. So. I had this huge reality, check that if that's what the Almighty God says to his own son, where has this misconception other than from Satan begun to deceive us that when God says no, it's a punishment? It's not. The reason God said no to his son, the reason. God chose for his son to die on the cross is because he knew that three days later he was going to be raised from the dead and that we would all be redeemed and have the opportunity to spend eternity in heaven with him. So the reality is, don't stay focused on the crucifixion. Don't stay focused on the circumstance you're in right now. But just remember that you're going through it because God knows what's about to happen in three days. And it may not be three physical days for us, right? right? But know that whatever you're going through, you're going through it because God sees the end and something super powerful is going to come from it.
0: Amen. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, again, uh, just an amazing testimony. And it, it's so good because, you know, when we release those kind of testimonies, um, we're prophesying what can happen for other people Amen. by putting those principles at work. And so I just want to thank you again, Heidi. Uh, it was a pleasure to talk with you. And uh, we had some technical difficulties here, but we got through it.
1: Amen. <laughs> and, uh,
0: and so until we uh, talk to everybody again, be blessed. Thanks.
1: Thanks.